Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Young Boy Larson here. <laughs> and oh, sorry, well, young boy Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and notify bell if you're watching us on YouTube. Hey man, smash that like button. Let's try to get this Raw recap up to 600 likes. I don't think that's too much to ask for. I get the feeling that this episode of Raw is not going to have great ratings and therefore our views on this recap are not going to be that great. Uh, you know what? I think the goodwill that uh, WrestleMania generated over the weekend might be enough to get some people curious and to see what was going to happen this week on Raw. Uh, so I think the first hour ratings won't be terrible. Have you ever seen... Thereafter, you, that's another story. Do what? they ever break down East Coast versus West Coast feeds? Because I wonder, I, I've always wondered how much of a difference if the episode uh, itself is underwhelming, if that affects oh, the West word Coast. Of mouth that passes along from, from especially the these country. days, yeah. Um, because usually it's funny because usually even if something has some decent buzz coming out of it, if the next episode is not great, word spreads pretty quickly, and I, I get the feeling yeah. that. If they had, they had like thirty-five minutes, like you said, of uh, the the Street Profits, Street Bianca Profits, Belair, yeah. and then the Zelina Vegas group. That that word of mouth might have might have hit pretty quick, and people might have been tuning out. It'll be interesting to see what the breakdowns going to be even possible. on an hourly I think, basis. I think the next day ratings. I think this. I, there's really no evidence I have to back this up. This is what I think. I think are just kind of the, the gross numbers, and they don't yeah. get granular until later on. Right. They actually go into you know the boxes that people have and get the demographics and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Apart from the 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 age groups, they they obviously they have that. Yeah, yeah, they have that. Yeah, because that's important to advertisers or mm-hmm. prime the most important to advertisers. Yeah, I was just kind of curious. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I mean, look, man, I, again, they they sort of did what they could with Raw after Mania. Um, Given the circumstances, you weren't getting a traditional Raw after Mania. You weren't getting any huge surprises. You weren't mm-hmm. getting any call-ups, really. There was, there was a return. We had the return, return of Nia Jax. And they solidified that Bianca Belair, I guess, is a call-up. She is on Raw now. Yep, yep, yep. You know, that was that was very much assumed coming out of Mania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was confirmed because she says, I go here now. Yeah, so, right, 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 right. Um, confirmed. So you got one call-up um, and a return. But the day, you know, like the years where we've had massive comebacks huge surprises uh that wasn't going to happen this year Mm -hmm, yeah given the circumstances um i wonder how big of a deal they would have made it's always difficult to tell with this kind of thing but uh you know apollo cruz showed up on raw had a really fun really killer match it was a really good match with Alistair Black, he took a loss, and they said that he had been brought in because of an expiring... There was expiring draft considerations or something like hey, that. Hey, you know what? Kudos to them for at least trying it's to... an explanation. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I never really cared about that stuff. And it's something a little more clever than just a trade. I don't mind that. Yeah, sure. Uh, Which I guess could mean... If there's expiring draft picks coming up, that could mean there could be a new round of drafting coming up in the future. Okay, so let's just get into this now, dude. 
you have the final tally. Oh, you want this now? Sure. For so uh, so here's the thing. We we have not really promoted this I think basically the way we should have been promoting it. And yeah, I maybe. feel like I feel like uh when we do this next draft, we should maybe make it like a segment every week, someplace okay. they can find it every week. Okay. But back when we did the WWE did their draft back in like what was it? October March? or whatever. October, it was. October, okay. Yeah, no March, I don't know. October. Uh, we did our mock draft. It was a lot of fun. We had the podium and stuff. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Gass, uh, Burl Bruce, all that. That's right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we have been keeping up to date on that. And the winner of uh, and, and and it was to run through Mania. And then the loser has to buy the winner a pizza. Uh, and I'm assuming does the does the loser who buys the pizza. Do I get to eat some of that pizza? Well, first of all, why are you assuming that you lost? And second, no, you don't get any pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I think you just confirmed that I lost. Because here's the thing. I was killing you for the first half of the draft. And did I sweat it? No. I stayed the course. Um. Well, just I mean, just the pizza's on the line, so it's not like I was getting your life savings. Hey, There's man, no reason large, for you to large, sweat anything. It's a large Mountain Mike's Pike's Peak, man. This, that's 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 like that's gold, basically. Are you going to eat the gold. entire thing in one sitting? Shouldn't that be part well, of share it? Share with my family. What? So my wait, do I have to call and like order you a pizza? Yeah, that's right. Well, that's a little weird, isn't it? Can I just the like alternative- Venmo you some money? The alternative is you give me your credit card number and I order it with your. With can your you just card. can you put that on the uh, can you put that on the company card perhaps? No, but because I'm paying for half of it. Okay. Anyways, what's just the, the freaking result? Right. So yeah, you, as you mentioned, like in uh, lead up the Survivor Series, like the first month and a half, like you were you were wrecking me. You're up like 140 points. You got an enormous lead, and then slowly but surely, I start chipping away. So the final tally is as follows. Oh gosh. Uh, with a score of two thousand three hundred eighty-three, uh, point four points. Two thousand three hundred eighty-three. Yeah. Okay. Steve loses to Larson. Uh-huh. Larson fi- final score is two thousand six hundred seventy-three point three. Okay. So, so I you beat won you by, by almost three hundred points. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. That's what I figured it's a it'd be. Turnaround of like almost five hundred points. Yeah. That's what I figured. You had your largest lead. I mean, they, you know, the dude, everybody that I picked, they did really good and they did really bad. So, I mean, I I sort of expected that. Like, Seth stopped wrestling matches and then every match he had was either a tag match or it was a a, a DQ uh, loss. Uh, And so, yeah, I I figured that out. But I'm actually, I'll be honest, I'm shocked that I came within 300 points of you. So. Um, my favorite was the night where Baron got two DQ losses in one night, back to back matches. I know, and uh, yep. yeah, once once it, everything starts shaping up, like you 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 grab the people who were going to get the big wins, uh, and uh, so yeah. Anyways, so congratulations, I'll get you pizza. But, Brian K. Uh, Lamb says Larson has to eat the whole pizza during a Raw or SmackDown review. Show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like a loss for you. But here's the thing, big red. But hey, tell them the uh, tell them about the opportunity. Oh you yeah. Have so on Wednesday, on I'm going to Quizlemania, uh, hosted by Adam Blancpier. Uh, on parts fun windows over at uh, Wrestle Talk. Um, I'll be there Wednesday. It starts at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, in all equivalent time zones around the world. It's wrestling trivia. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Either I, 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 I'll just completely embarrass myself. Maybe I'll do well. I don't know. But Steve has agreed or has offered to put up Big Red if I somehow 
manage to not be an idiot on Wednesday and win, uh, not only will I be enjoying some Mountain Mike's pizza, I'll be enjoying some Mountain Mike's pizza, pizza potentially with Big Red. But here's the thing. With okay. the social distancing, how are you going to get me Big Red? You uh, drop it off on my, on my porch? I'll just drive by and throw it at your door in the middle of the night. That's, and if you, So if you hear something thumping on your door in the middle of the night, you'll know it's Big Red or an intruder with a gun. That's that wonderful title that a friend made for us. I don't know. Well, somebody had it for a while. Somebody stole it. So Nobody I don't know. Honestly, your house the, the, the more I the more I looked at that police sketch, it, it was totally you. So it's just going to go back to where it was at your house. Well, let's go back to where it should have been after Wrestle Kingdom because I won it. I would have won it. These germs had are you probably not absconded it. with it. I didn't do anything with it. You followed me Liar. to Winco, you weirdo. Anyways, let's hop into this man raw after mania. Uh yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't even know what to like. What we could have expected. It was. It was what it was. It was what we figured it would be. I guess one of the more interesting things we pointed out in news break uh, news brief today is that uh, seemingly they are not stopping production. They're going to keep on trying. Hey, uh, Dana White said he's looking into securing a private island. To yeah, he made it sound like he has it. Uh, yeah. Well, he said that he has like a secret location. Uh, and then he's also on top of that, uh, oh, okay. on Great the verge island. of securing a private island. This is like UFC's early days where they had to run the shows kind of hush hush. I re- yeah, I, I think that's rad. Look, man, have just one spotlight on top, and then a couple guys in the dirt going at it. I'm cool with that. Don't even get a ref in there. Have just like true OG, like the myth of UFC back when we were kids was yeah. they were like death matches, like literally. Yeah, it's like it was underground stuff. Yeah, that's how John did. McCain used to frame that stuff, man. I know human cockfighting. We used to always hear the stuff about how uh, you know people get their faces ripped off and stuff. Like the camera keep freezing. I know. Um, Anyways, this one kicked off with uh, oh hey. Speaking of, I guess we should just talk about whatever I'm going to put on the thumbnail first. What should I put on the thumbnail first? Uh, like, well, I guess you got to put Big Show on there, right? I guess Big Show and Drew on there. Like Drew, yeah. Drew gets challenged by a sitcom star, mm-hmm. has his first title defense. Okay, but instead of Big Show, put uh, like Jerry Seinfeld on there. Hey, was it weird? <laughs> was it weird? I'll put the soup Nazi on there. <laughs> no title for you. Um, it's okay. You can say Nazi. You just have to put soup in front of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, was it weird, dude, that a fucking big show gave Drew a, more of a challenge than Brock did well, by like fought, he, by by a mile? He fought Brock first, though, so that's part of it. I guess he had a twenty minute breather. Um, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Doesn't that speak even more to how lame that Brock match was? Given oh yeah, that it was lame. That he was able to put on a ten minute banger with the Big Show. I know this was actually, it was actually a really fun match. I, I, it was like uh, Drew dropped a really good promo, uh, talking about how every F five he got it just made him angrier. Especially after Heyman says, "Just keep doing it. He can't kick out of all of them." And then Big Show comes out, and I literally groan. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> He's hey. going to come out. He's going to cha- he's going to be his next challenger. It's like the least the least uh, important feud Drew could be doing right after beating Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no right. disrespect to Big Show. Yeah. I like Big Show. Uh, it's just it's hard to take Big Show seriously as a legitimate title contender these days. We always have to clarify. We like Big Show. We like Big Show, and I thought he was awesome tonight. So so at first I was like, oh, this sucks. This sucks for Drew. They're just instantly like putting him in something with no momentum. Yeah. With no heat. So Big Show gets to talking and he's like, hey, I got a ref. We can have a match. I'm not asking for a title match. I just want to fight. I just want a match right now. Yeah. And Drew uh, was like, no, nah, I just got done finishing. I just got 
done with a match with Brock. I'm not fighting tonight. No. It's like nothing you could say is going to make me have this match. The Big Show slaps him and Drew take, unvelcros the title. Yeah. And, uh, it always sounds so terrible when you they just go. Sound tough. Uh, yeah. So, like, also, like, I like this, though. Big Show's Big Show's promo on Drew was really good. You know, he said and Big uh, Show's trash talk throughout the match was exceptional. Was really good. I know. Exactly. And it's it really t- uh, pushing the story of at least how I interpret it. Uh, ever since Drew came up to the main roster from NXT, his thing has been everybody backstage is complacent. Mm-hmm. They're lazy. Mm-hmm. They get their spot and they're content with it. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Drew just beating Brock for the title. Big Show steps up to him. It's like, hey, I want to fight. What yeah. does Drew do? Uh, no, I'm, I'm champion now. I just got done with this match. I can't fight now. It's like instantly you're challenging Drew to back up what he's been saying for like two years. Yeah. And at first he doesn't want to do it. It takes Big Show disrespecting him from the do it. Yeah. I like that. And the whole time, Big Show was like, oh, you think you could be champion? I've been beating the best people in wrestling for years. You think you're worth... He's like games... Four the, the decades. Keeper. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was. And it not only is it, it, it does it run towards what Drew has been saying, but it's it's illustrating the fact that Drew is in a whole new world now. It's, the mm-hmm. landscape has completely changed for him. He will have people gunning for him. He will have a target on him. And that's one way is... So the thing is, Drew is the big man who was able to beat Brock because mm-hmm. so many big men couldn't do it. Uh, Braun couldn't do it. Uh, Samoa Joe couldn't do it. I mean, Roman on several occasions couldn't do it. Uh, 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 Drew finally could. And so the way that you get him to be as much of an underdog as possible is keep throwing it at him. Just keep throwing at him and never let up. And that way his character will always be under the gun. And that's what, mm-hmm. as the audience, we want to see. We want to see, you know, the 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 hero always under pressure. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's going to get boring really quick. Like, Charming Drew oh. is great and everything, but I yep. want to see Drew always just being on the run and being, you know, hounded, you know? Exactly. And that's one thing Big Show says. Like, now you got the title. Everybody, you got a, a, a immensely talented locker room back there, and they're all gunning for you. I kind of wish, I kind of wish, and this is just my own you know, cheesy fantasy booking in my head that once drew finished big show with that final claymore, because he ate, he ate a, a choke slam, but he dodged the, the, the big punch right there. The, yeah, the, the, knockout, yeah. the knockout. Yeah. Uh, and he delivered a claymore for the finish of the match. But before that, we saw like chops, man. Oh, so many big chops working them. Oh, they were great. And he, he was just killing drew. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he finished uh, drew gets the finish with the claymore off the, uh, the bounce off the ropes, gets the claymore. Pins him one, two, three. Drew sort of hovers. He gets the title. They raise his hand. He gets a title, and he's sort of like, you know, he's on his knees, but he's sort of over Big Show like, hey, this is the latest thing that I've conquered. Mm-hmm. It had been cool if we got a shot after Drew's leaving that Big Show gets a mic, and he's all, you know, drenched in sweat, and he's, you know, all messed up because of the Claymore, and he says, you know, this is, hey, just remember, dude, I've been doing this for four decades this is just the beginning for you mm-hmm. and it only gets mm-hmm. worse, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, we can sort of extrapolate that. We yeah. can, we can yeah. understand that point. We don't need it literally said, but coming out of the mouth of a guy like big show who yes, has been doing it for four decades. And who's been there. He's had that target on his back. It'd have been kind of cool because I think he could have delivered something like that. Pretty neat. again, the, again, the new games keeper, Paul White, <laughs> big show. Now you're ready. Yeah. That, that, there's a whole sequence where he was beating him up. And it's like, Oh, you, you think this is, you got what it takes to be the champion. Come on, show me what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I was oh, just, I just, dude, I thought it was kind of funny because a lot of our, our, uh, a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of our contemporaries on Twitter were saying, man, for a second, I thought there was going to be, you know, they're actually, what the hell are you smoking? They were never going to, what? My greatest worry is that this would be Drew's first feud after WrestleMania. <laughs> that was the extent of it. Right. Again, I like the big show. Uh, uh, dude, he's done a lot of really cool stuff. Who can forget? Uh, a cigarette smoking giant, of course. The monster truck giant. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. got so many various uh, iterations that have been uh, entertaining. Uh, nothing but respect for Big Show. Um, just, you know, when you think of hot names in the wrestling business, his name doesn't jump off the paper. Um, and Drew coming off beating Brock, he needs to face someone who's who's young, hungry, uh, is looking to make his name off of Drew McIntyre. So uh, Zarif here says 1995 was not four decades ago. Uh, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. It was in four decades ago. So yeah, across four decades, that, and that's yeah. what that's what he says. I've been doing this in four decades. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. anyways. Okay. Well, there's there's our lead story out of the way then. Yeah. It was uh, a fun match. It was actually a really fun match. No, it was. It was actually it was like the second best match on the uh, on, on the card, really. Yeah. Uh, and it kicked off with the Oscar versus man, a vastly improved Liv Morgan. I mean, we've kind of seen flashes of this. But uh, Oscar's Oscar's a really great litmus test for somebody to see how far yeah. they're coming. And yeah. boy, Liv Morgan, that Delivered. that springboard code breaker is so much oh, fun to great. watch. That was great, and it's so she hits it so crisply. You know, mm-hmm. it's everything nice. she does is really smooth and crisp. Mm-hmm. And in um, fact, going into this match, I wasn't quite sure who was going to come out of this. I was reasonably sure it was going to be Oscar, but you know, Liv picked up that win against Natalia. And I, I was like, I wouldn't have, I would have been surprised if Liv won this way. Yeah, I was like, they might be sort of maybe trying to build her up. I mean, the thing that I kind of dug about it is that it was sort of a showcase, you know, for the. I mean, that's what a lot of Raw was today, anyways. I mean, maybe it was because they they had who they had, uh, and they didn't have everybody they wanted. But it was a pretty decent showcase of what we can expect in the future. You know, we had Liv Morgan; she's being built up a little bit. The entirety of the next uh, of, of the next set of matches was completely the future of the WWE, the yeah. Street Profits and Garza and Theory and all them. We, see, uh, we saw a new tag team form officially. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what terrible name they're going to be given. Whatever you come up with, it'll be worse. Well, you know, like Cedric's thing, the other shirt says the age of Alexander. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make Ricochet into a superhero, mm-hmm. like the superhero age, age of superheroes. Yeah, right. yeah. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be some be... really weird, awkward mashup of the two uh, gimmicks. Same with the theme. Mm-hmm. It's going to start out with Cedric's and then pew, 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 pew into Ricochet's and then back again. You're probably <sighs> right. It sucks. <laughs> But, uh, this match uh, didn't suck though. Oscar versus Liv Morgan. Oscar got the win, but yeah, there was a, a spell there. Where I would not have been surprised if Liv had picked up the win. It and took Oscar a spell to get to to really lock in that uh, that uh, yep. Oscar lock too. Yep. And then uh, uh, Oscar gave uh, Liv props on Twitter afterwards. Um, yeah, cool. she did. She said she's like grown a lot or something. Yeah, evolved or something. Evolved. Like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, that but a that fun was... match. That was good stuff. And again, Oscar, man, you called this perfectly. She has totally been the MVP of the empty arena situation She's because on she, every show, man. she knows what to do in there. 
Oh, it's fantastic. It's really great. After that, we had uh, Shayna Baszler's. A lot of these were post-Mania promos. It felt kind of like a bit of a Fallout NXT yeah, takeover, takeover episode. Fallout, because you get the recap of the match and then a bunch of uh, interviews that had already aired on YouTube. Yeah, and she just sort of starts repeating. She's in the locker room. and Well, first, there's a Becky one. Becky had an interview first. Um, she's like, yeah, I've had this belt for about a year. And she was asked, well, do you kind of essentially feel like it was a cheap win? And Becky goes, nah, nothing, uh, nothing I do is by accident. I'm always looking for that counter to get me the upper hand. I never never underestimated Shayna. She's great, but she underestimated me and says if, if Shayna has a problem with that finish, Shayna knows where to find me. I'm not hard to find around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the Shayna one go. Yeah, so she just kept on repeating the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. She repeated a couple times, and then she looked into the camera, said the thrill of victory. Becky, I'm going to promise you the agony of defeat. Yep. Uh, so that was good. Uh, and then after that, we had a series of matches taking place. First up, uh, a rematch. Uh, because the finish wasn't clean enough, um, the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory, who, I, you know what, man? Just keep that dude on main roster, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? They're not really. I mean, he's he's on TV on a regular basis in NXT, but they're not really doing anything with him. Not really. So many people in NXT. Yeah, sure. Why not? Him and Garza tag team. Sure. Well, I have a I have an idea because a lot of the see I I'm not I'm not terribly familiar with Austin Theory's work, uh, but a lot of people on on the Twitter who are that I've noticed have said that he was utilized really wonderfully as a babyface. Apparently, he's just a much better natural babyface, which is kind of surprising because he has kind of a great arrogant thing going, you know. Yeah, his uh, moveset's very babyface moveset, though. I say you get Umberto Carrillo. Carrillo's, Carrillo's going to go nowhere as a babyface. Nowhere. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nowhere. Get him in uh, Con La Familia with mm-hmm. his family, Garza, mm-hmm. and Andrade at the helm, Zelina Vega, and have them turn on theory, kick him out, he becomes a babyface. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Him and Ray then team up to take on uh, the Rudos. Yeah, the Rudos. They're the Technicos and then they got the Rudos. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But, anyways, they're probably not going to do that. They want Umberto for it. Umberto does have a baby face. But he should be a bad guy. I think he'd be make a terrific well, bad his, guy. Well, his move set as presented on TV now is very babyface, just like Austin Theories is. Yeah. All the high-flying stuff. you know. But also, just face. his face, he looks like a good guy. Yeah, he does. Uh, so, yeah. No, I mean, so this match was basically uh, in place to set up the next match, which was actually in place to set up the following. Set up the match. next match, which could have actually been everything in the last match could have been revol- resolved in the second match easily. It was just a, it was it was a time killer. This whole thing was a means to fill up time. Yeah, but at the same time, we were getting some good, good exposure for, like I said, the future of the company. But oh, it was a little too that. much. A little too much. It was too much because it was very obvious. Hey, we're trying to fill up a half hour of Raw because we are, we're undermanned. And, uh, 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 you know, circumstances dictate that we can't have a full crew here. So we just need to eat up as much time as possible. Mm-hmm, like yeah. what they did with the Alistair uh, Apollo Crews match worked really well because they, they, they told actually a really good story of the course of like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. put on a really good match. This just all the fits and stops, all the restarts. Yeah, it I know. just screamed. It was like when Vince, you know, didn't want wrestling over during commercial breaks. <laughs> well, it had just random. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, it totally felt like for that. no reasons. It just kind of it seemed like so. The first match was going on. Uh, 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 so the Street Profits are in control. Ford goes up top. Vega grabs his ankle, mm-hmm. and the rest see that it's like, all right, DQ. Mm-hmm. Profits win. Mm-hmm. So then Garza, in theory, they get rid of uh, Dawkins. They hold Ford. Uh, Zelina hits him with a boot. Bianca comes to the ramp. She does her full twirl and then walks down the ring. <laughs> yeah, man. Urgency wasn't really there. Uh, um, yeah, well, you know, she's the EST. People wait on her est. Uh, so she gets to the ring, drops Vega with a, a really great looking spine. That buster. spine buster. It wasn't like precision Arn Anderson, but oh, oh my man. God, it looked rough. It had oomph. Like, like I would not be shocked if Zelina Vega actually got a little concussed from that because man, she hit hard. Yeah, it was hard. Uh, Street Profits, they send uh, Garza and Theory out of the ring. Uh, Bianca says she goes here now. Uh, she's the EST of WWE mm-hmm. and calls out Vega. She wants a match. Go to commercial comeback. Match is happening. Bianca versus Zelina Vega. Uh, Zelina got some offense in. Uh, she tries to dra- lock in a dragon sleeper at one point. Bel Air escapes that. Uh, Vega jumps off the second rope. Bel Air catches her. Uh, military press slam with a couple reps. Yeah, uh, dude. Some, uh, some squats. Some squats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bel Air runs the ropes. Uh, Austin Theory is on the apron. Uh, she knocks him off. Uh, Profits and Garza are there. They're all brawling. Oh, sorry. This is when uh, he's on the apron. She stops. So everybody's brawling ringside. Uh, ref calls for the bell again. Mm-hmm. Faces clear the ring. This time, Ford grabs the mic. Uh, says, uh, six-man uh, mixed tag match. Yeah. Yeah. And that's agreed upon. We'll go to commercial. Come back again. Six-man tag match only to see uh, Bel Air pin uh, Zelina after hitting her finish. Yeah. Easily could happen the one-on-one bout. <laughs> yeah. But again, they had to eat up time. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I kind of wonder, I wonder how much of this show would have been the show 
had they had they had like an actual arena. I don't know because it oh, goes it would back be to way Mania. It, would be yeah, way it probably different. would have been way. We probably wouldn't right? even have this rematch. We yeah. probably may have just had uh, Bianca versus Vega. You're probably you're probably right. Because do you, do you actually do you think uh, Garza and Theory could be hanging around the tag title scene anymore? Probably not. Probably. What are they going to do with Austin Theory then? What do you actually think they're going to do with Austin Theory? Oh, he's going to go back to NXT. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think it kind of. De- I think I would think it maybe depends on. Well, let me let me let me backtrack a little bit. I think if they had found a way or were allowed to stay shooting stuff performance center, he would still be around. But given that things are as they are in Orlando with the stay at home thing, and then what we heard from Meltzer said that they're shooting someplace else, some mm-hmm. secret place. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not in Orlando, I don't think he's going to travel. Yeah, I think he's wrestling because he's there. I'm not sure how much they want to be dicking around with calling people up, but they called up Bianca. I don't know. I don't know if he impressed enough. I mean, I, look, I don't know. I don't That's know if anything possible. he did. If anything he did was so spectacular. Uh, I mean, quite the, he, you know, he didn't catch Montez Ward. Um, I don't know if anything he did was so spectacular. I'd say, oh, no, we have to keep him You watch, watch that again. That's, that's not really Seth was supposed to trip up for it. No, I know. I know the story. I know yeah. the story. But still, guys flying in the air. Theory's just getting up and turned around as Montez is leaping. I mean, he could have dove or something maybe to try to catch him. That's but what you do. It was a touch. It was a tough situation for everybody involved. Okay. It's a tough situation. Tough situation. Okay. All right. Tough situation, man. I tell you what. Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible they can keep him around because he's a good worker. Um, but you know, I, I kind of felt like one of the reasons they had him involved is. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure that because was because he the was there. Why, he's an XT. Yeah. He's in Orlando. He's not heavily involved in anything in NXT. He's someone they could pluck and put in. Okay, why wouldn't they have Orlando gotten this? Is that's a, that's a stupid explanation, dude. Why wouldn't they have just gotten Kona Reeves? He's the finest. You answered your own question. <laughs> Uh, next, we had a Lashley interview again post Mania. He's asked what happens, and he says, "I think I need new management or a new wife." Man, how quickly things dissolve, man! Yeah, they've gone south. <laughs> how quickly Bad. things dissolve? He was like, "I signed up for a blonde, <laughs> <laughs> and now she's a brunette, and on top of that, she's on TikTok and Instagram doing little dances." All up in her videos. All in the videos. <laughs> in her little tiny bikinis. Steve's at home watching. Man, you, uh, should, you should check out her TikTok, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lana walks in. She interrupts and she says, hey, what's happening, dudes? Yeah. She's like, what are hey you guys, guys talking what's about? What's going on? What's going on What here, are you guys, guys talking about? And Bob just goes, nothing. And then he stalks off and she looks at Charlie and she says, what did you do to him? No, what did you do to my husband? To my husband, Yeah. And then Charlie's like, I don't have any dialogue here, so I'm just going to look around awkwardly like I forgot how to talk. Yeah, they got, like, what I a hate retort. That. I what hate a retort. when they do that. Like, if it was me and Gene, be like, hey, now, what are you talking about? Yes. I didn't do anything. You need to go check on each. He used to check the shit out of everybody. It was great. I know, it was great. Well, I'm do that anymore. Next up, we had a takeover match between yeah, Apollo Crews and man. Aleister Black. Holy moly, this match was killer, dude. And it told the story. Yeah. It's great. They gave it time. I'll give Raw credit for this. By and large, uh, most matches had time. Uh, they endeavored to tell a story. Um, I wonder if in the in the, the heat of the moment, trying to get everything done in quick order, uh, maybe, the, maybe the, the talents weren't micromanaged so much. Because um, this definitely felt like a situation where uh, Alistair and Apollo were like uh, told, hey, you have 25 minutes. We need you guys to eat up some time. And they're like, cool, we can do that. 
Yeah, take any opportunity you can, man, to show what you can do. Because a lot yeah. of people are talking about this match. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was a great performance by both, but uh, Apollo really opened some eyes. Like, we all know, we've known for a long time that he's really good. Yeah, he's man. damn good. Yeah. Um, he's a damn good performer. Um, very rarely is he given opportunities to showcase his immense abilities. This really feels like the first time since he's been called up the main roster, with maybe one or two exceptions, that uh, he's had a showcase for his skills. And by and large, whenever he's been in matches, the showcase what he can do has always largely been to highlight his athleticism, which is incredible. But man, this match told a really good story. Yeah. And a lot of it because Apollo was selling really well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, because Alistair, he he gets at an early disadvantage. And even uh they made a point of say some commentary noticed it as well. So they're ringside, Alistair's hitting some strikes. Uh he charges Cruz. Cruz drops him with a overhead belly to belly just like Lashley did at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, uh Alistair would try to mount some offense. Cruz always seemed to have an answer for what Alistair was coming at him mm-hmm, with. Yeah. And it wasn't until Alistair started targeting uh, Paulo Cruz's legs um, that he started to chip away at him. Um, there's this great bit where Alistair's kicking his legs some. Uh, he charges Cruz. Cruz hits a power slam on him. He gets he primes like the standing moonsault. His leg gives out. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. He, he hits his his powerbomb finish they used to use. Alistair kicks out. And there's this back and forth of... of, of, of Alistair working the leg. There's this bit. And like there's times where Alistair was trying to go for the legs and Apollo find a way out of it. Yeah. But Alistair was like, all right, I always got to go back to the leg to try to chip away at it. Um, there's this great bit where uh, uh, Apollo Cruz goes up top, misses a splash, and Alistair like sprints at him, leaps at him like legs first and locks in a knee bar. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's in that knee bar for a long time mm-hmm. and he eventually gets to the bottom rope. But great bit of selling where Apollo Crews can't get to his feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as Alistair's like, oh, I got him. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. does the thing where he puts his foot he under starts his getting him up, yeah. for the black mass. Uh, Apollo ducks it, mm-hmm. and it kicks Alistair out of the ring. It's just a lot of really good back and forth. And again, there's this match where I was like, I mean, Alistair's going to win. But if Apollo Crews won this match, it would make sense within the, the, the story they're telling in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes you, it makes you long for like them to actually... Take a risk. Alistair's been on a huge streak lately. Yeah. And, you know, you're not really killing him if, if you have Apollo Crews beat him. If you have a plan in store for him. And that's the thing. If it's which a you need thing. to have. I'm still, dude, they did him so fucking dirty back in the yep. day. Yep. They had him in NXT for, like, maybe I think he had one takeover match with Tyler Breeze. Or was that just on TV? I forget. Um, um, no, he had, to take, he had to take a match against uh, Baron. Ow. And he had the one against Paul uh, against uh, Tyler Breeze, yeah. His first one against Tyler, and the other one against Baron, and I think that was it. And then they just they called him up, and it's like, what? Why would you like? I remember hearing rumors at the time, or we read rumors that it was like I don't know a power play, a weird power play, or something, yeah. because Triple H wanted plans in place for people before they got called up, and obviously that's not the case now. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I don't know, that was the stupid. They had literally nothing for him to do on main roster. Why the hell are you calling the guy up? Like, mm-hmm. he could have thrived in NXT, especially at the time when it was transitioning to, like, special, you know, being special. Yeah. He could yeah. have been one of those building blocks, man. He really I could know. have. I know. And it was like he was, they were still trying to find his character in NXT. And they've always just treated him like, you know, a second thought. Like, he was, he was, was he in a Titus Worldwide? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Titus Worldwide, which was always like on the verge of being a comedy act, if not just an outright comedy act. It was at times comedy act. It was an entertaining one. 
Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. They had that small, that little bit with him that you and I always love with Bob Lashley and the pose off thing. Every oh, once so in a while, good. they'll let him show off his that personality, so man. I'm telling him, so put him with uh, Ricochet with that new tag team, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Give them all attitudes because they all, man, guys like that who just you have all the tools. You got to carry yourself like you know you're the shit, like Riddick Moss does. They have Riddick Moss out here on TV for like two weeks, and and he's just carrying himself like he's the king shit. Now, it's not a good example because he's not on TV right now. But, and who knows if he's going to be, but that's the way that you carry yourself if you have those kind of gifts. If you have those kind of skills, you carry yourself with that arrogance. That's what those guys need to be doing, you know? And you have Tazal in that that group, too. Sure, why not? Because they're all friends. Anyways, finish. Uh, Cruz goes up top. Alistair's up there, too. Uh, he kicks Apollo. Uh, crew tosses him off the top rope. Uh, leaps. He eats a, a, a jumping knee from Alistair. And then Alistair tries for the black mask. Doesn't hit it. Cruz evades it. Uh, black rolls him up. Cruz kicks out of that. Takes a like a really uh, desperate swing at Alistair. Uh, Alistair ducks. Then hits the black mask out of that to get the win. You know, Just a I, really fun match. I wonder. I wonder. So, like you just mentioned Akira Tozawa. Now, we know because of social media that... Those guys and uh, Apollo Cruz, Tazawa, Ricochet, Ricochet and, Moose and Moose are all good friends. Now I have no idea, I have no clue what the creative process in terms of Moose. Uh, during the time when I was watching Impact, and I, from what I understand, it's still going on. He's he's a heel. He's very arrogant. He's very into himself, and mm-hmm. he'd wear all sorts of very uh, uh, outlandish getups, uh, you know, to the ring or whenever he'd be seen. Yeah, yeah. and. You know, like he's like he is a, uh, you know, just one of those celebrity athlete guys who who just overdoes it. You know, the very flamboyant ones. If they just went to Vince or Paul Heyman or whatever and said, hey, can we just start doing that a little bit? Can we just Mm -hmm. start showing off a little bit? Like if one guy had one, you know, a tag team, sometimes they have singles matches. One guy has a singles match. Can I come to the ring and wear something pretty flashy? I don't know what level they have, but if they approach somebody and said, hey, can we do this? I wonder if they'd get, no, no, you guys are definitely a thing. You know, you guys are a certain we have in mind for you. Yeah, Boring baby yeah. face. You know, yeah. all, you're, all you are is very, very athletic guys uh, who could do really cool stuff. You know, I wonder if they'd get resistance or not. I don't know. I mean, Paul Heyman was the kind of guy, I thought in ECW, I mean, you'd think that the guy let people do, to a degree, what they wanted to and see if it worked. Well, I mean, like you know, the the the, the social not social sorry the corporate structure in ECW was non-existent. Um, <laughs> no, I I totally get that. I get that. But he's got some, he's got some say as the executive yeah, director. Totally, he's totally, got some but, say. He could get into Vince's ear and say, "Hey, Vince, I want to try this with these guys." He, he has some say, but he doesn't have final say. So. No, but it it you know what, man, you don't know unless and, and yeah, I have no exactly. idea. You uh, don't know until you try. If if they have an idea for something, that's just the way you hear it is is people pitch and pitch and pitch and pitch. They that's Vince, true. They pitch. For all I know, they're sitting outside Vince's office for three hours. For all I know, every time they knock on his door, Vince is eating. And they have like <laughs> they have goddamn like Gravity's Rainbow written up, you know? I like know. just a classic. I know. I've never read Gravity's Rainbow, it just popped in my head. Um <laughs> I have it somewhere. I just never read it. Yeah. Um I look like I am smart and people come over to my house. Um uh they they have like just brilliance, just absolute brilliance. Yeah, they put it on Vince's desk and they choose the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in the Brody Lee Jericho podcast. You, if you choose the wrong time, 
you're going nowhere with it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm things telling are a bit, you. little different now with Paul. I don't know, but look, if just if Paul Heyman's watching this, which obviously he is, let them be moose. Just let them be moose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I say. Let them be moose. Arrogant, self absorbed. They know they're the shit and they carry themselves like it and they win a lot. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. would eat that shit up, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. They'd be that heel group that everybody loves so much they have to go face. I know. I know. They see their fi- they would need to find their voice as as a group. Mm-hmm, and they'd sure. be fine. It's just yeah. all about finding their voice. Uh next we had an Edge Orton Mania recap. Uh following that, the debut officially of Ricochet and Cedric Alexander as new tag team. Uh they take on Danny Birch, Oni Lorkin, uh Birch and Oni, the fast start, Cedric's isolated. That is until Cedric hits a basement drop kick. Uh, Ricochet, he gets the hot tag. Oni's in as well. Ricochet goes off, uh, hits a Frankensteiner on Oni. Birch breaks up that pin. Uh, Oni goes for a half and half on Ricochet. Uh, Oni, uh, Ricochet escapes that. He gets the tag in. Cedric, a bunch of really cool double-team offense. Just fast, 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 fast. Eventually, Ricochet gets the tag back in, and uh, Cedric hits a neuralizer. Ricochet follows with a Benadriller uh, to get the win. Mm-hmm, yeah. And if they if they book these guys, Cedric and Ricochet, to go on a run, get some some good wins, uh, they're going to get over because they're really good. Yeah, dude. But people need you know we've seen really good we've seen really good wrestlers, man. Really good wrestlers that don't get over. I know, but because the they don't have a character to grab on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I feel like in a tag team situation, like how many times I'll use Cesaro as an example. I like Cesaro. I think he has personality. I'm guessing Vince thinks he's a black hole of charisma. <laughs> That's my guess. Well, I don't know. Times, he, he, was a, he, was, he was a killer tag team with Sheamus, though. I know, but he, before that, he was in a really good tag team with Tyson Kidd. My point is, uh, he, as a singles wrestler, uh, Vince probably views him as boring. Mm-hmm. Put him in a tag team, put on spectacular matches. You could get over in WWE's environment as a really good tag team without worrying so much about the personality aspect of things. That's my point. Are you talking about when he was with Sheamus he got over? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about that. I'm talking about when he was with Tyson Kidd, too. They were tag champions. They were awesome together. Okay. They were really good wrestlers, but in terms of the crowd, they never had it. They were were together for not that long. They were not that over with the crowd. Like, nobody really looks back and says, man, remember how great they were? They were a really good tag team, man. I'm not saying they weren't a good, great tag team. I'm just saying, like... I think you need a little bit more than just putting on really great matches. That's just how it is. Dude, everybody puts on great matches these days. I know. I you know need some do. character, too. I mean, it helps. I mean, uh, uh, Viking It's kind Raiders of a necessity. Have... I don't think it just Viking helps. Raiders, Viking Raiders have a ton of character. They're, They're Vikings. Gimmicks. Are you kidding me? They're Vikings. That's not a character. That's a gimmick. <laughs> it's different. And on top of that, dude, how really over are they? They're not very over. Come <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I think it takes a little bit I understand more. your point. I'm, my point is that as a tag team, it's easier if you have uh, either a lack of opportunity or shortcomings on the, the, the personality aspect. You join forces. Your your odds, I feel like, are better in a tag team versus singles. Because you got to figure somebody's got to have personality. <laughs> <laughs> you got two guys with no personality. You team them up, and uh, they got a little bit more personality because they're together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, next- and well, no, on, on- on top of what you were saying, being a tag team must help because Ryan got no tag teams. Exactly. <laughs> they had a cop Austin theory. <laughs> they had a tag they, title match. Right? They did. Yeah. Uh, next, we get an Owens-Seth recap from Mania, followed by an Owens promo. 
uh, on Twitter, he said his wife filmed this for him. Um, these phones, man, these are terrific. I was no, more... he said she said it was on her fancy new camera, so this wasn't on an iPhone. Oh, I thought he said her fancy new phone. No, I thought he said fancy new camera. Maybe I was wrong. Um, he says after five months of hell, you know, he said all he wanted to get his hands on Seth and the ring. Uh, instead, he just got a bunch of beatdowns. He started asking himself if it was worth it. Oh, yeah. She must have got a DSLR or something, man. Um, but he says after Mania, he got his answer, and the answer is yes. It was all worth it to have a Mania moment he can be proud of. And he says it's time for uh, more but better for Kevin Owens. But what is that? I used to call myself the prize fighter. Maybe I should start doing that again, going after titles. Um, or should I go after people like Seth, who are just kind of jerks? He says, regardless, I'm here to stay. I'm going to keep fighting, and it's still going to be the Kevin Owens show. Yeah, man. Shot on a wonderful new camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, of the two of those options, wait, who has the – oh, Andrade has – oh, so Kevin Owens versus title, Andrade. Yeah. He sort of – he's he sort of uh, – both those things. He's got a title, and he's kind of a jerk like Seth. Yeah. That'd be – ooh, can you imagine those matches? Spectacular, man. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, next, Seth Rollins, Surly Seth. Uh, oh, taking on. he was in a bad mood. Yeah, he was ill-tempered. Denzel mm-hmm. uh, Desjardins. Uh, this wasn't much of a match, as he would expect, since it absolutely destroyed him. And then mm-hmm. pins him after a stomp. And he was just surly, angst-filled, uh, grumpy. Grump-a-goose, uh, man. Grump-a-goose. He was not goose. happy. Yeah. He beat the crap out of that dude, too. What was the mm-hmm. name? Denzel Desjardins. 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 That's what, how they said it on Raw. Yeah, boy. I mean, he hit a couple matches in NXT, I want to say. After that, we had uh, Deanna Prazzo versus the returning Nia Jax. It's good to have Nia back. This is a rematch five years in the making, man. Did you see that? Yeah. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. this happened in NXT five years ago. Mm-hmm. I only knew that because of Twitter. I'm not really that smart. Same, dude. same. <laughs> so, things. so hey, but now, listen. Sometimes. See, look here, dude. When you go to Wrestle, to, to Quizzlemania, and they're like, what... Math wizard, what math wizard took on Nia Jax as a jobber five years ago? You'll know. Is she a math 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 wizard? Or there, I don't think there genius. was math in her Tron this time. I think they so changed confused. it again. So confused. No, they usually uh, if you're in NXT and you get on the main roster, your Tron's completely different. Oh, yeah, but if you get a different Tron. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Where, like, where is she? She's like an NXT UK also and NXT Prime. Deanna is. I thought she had at least one match in UK. Yeah, I think she had one match, but I don't know if she's on a regular basis. I don't think she's... That's my point. I don't think she's anywhere on a regular basis. Yeah. She's everywhere on a regular Shame, basis. She's really good. She's like above titles, dude. Seemingly. She's, she's above brand. brand. Anyway, she's like she, uh, Cena. 
a couple kind of, years but ago. Uh, she she ate a Samoa drop and then a cradle DDT. The rampage, uh, Paige bequeathed Nia her finish. Yeah, she um, said it's yours now, and Nia used it to get the win. Mm-hmm. Good having Nia back. What was her? Uh, she had the leg drop before, right? Was that her? She used a leg drop. She used the she used a Samoa drop too. Okay, all right. I don't know. Maybe it would, she had double knee surgery, so if they, if that yeah, finish helps her with her knees, that's good. Yeah, I don't know because you're you're cradling somebody, so they have their whole body weight on you. That's right. So I don't know. What don't do you know. think it a good finish? What do you think a good finisher would be for for somebody who's trying to keep their knees intact? Like a sleeper. <laughs> Try an arm triangle. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, after that, we had a boneyard match, but not the whole thing. They showed a good chunk of it, but not the whole thing. I walked around the house like for five minutes, and it was already moving on to Umberto Carrillo. Oh. So they couldn't have shown too much of it. That was a bummer. They, re- they really compressed the first half of it into like five stills. Man, we got another Brendan Vink match. You love Brendan Vink. He's your is he going in Raw wrestler of 2020 contender? Yeah, dude, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's so big. But he wrestles like he doesn't know how to walk right. I feel like he wrestles like old-timey wrestlers would wrestle. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's got, like, the big hips like an old-timey wrestler. Mm-hmm. Man, that was my favorite That my favorite scene in The Nick. Well, my second favorite. The, the last scene where he's doing the operation That's himself. That's the best. That's the best. This is all we are. It was uh, when Dude was managing that old, old-timey wrestler, and he had him hepped up on cocaine. And, he <laughs> and then right. his heart exploded. Yep. Hey, if you guys haven't seen The Nick, I think Good it was show. on Stars. Maybe it's, it's on, on Cinemax, HBO wasn't now. it? It was on Cinemax? Okay. It was on Cinemax, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Creo won this, not surprisingly. A pretty brief encounter. Yeah, Brendan Vink might be a guy, though. Like, in 2026 or so, maybe he'll be something. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah, he'll I think be... he's still relatively young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Creo won with a moonsault after that. Charlotte, Rhea Ripley recap, and then we get a Charlotte interview. And Charlie's all, hey, congratulations. And Charlie's like, no, I don't want your congratulations. Uh, says, when I was a girl, uh, my dad had custom suits, custom everything. Um, and this, and, but the thing is, it's not the suit that makes the man. It's the man that makes the suit. It's the same thing for these championship titles. Um, and uh, says, uh, it's, it says, Rhea, I missed WrestleMania? Yeah, she was all right. She was all right. That was good. But, but in the does. end, she does what everybody else does. She bowed to the queen. Yeah. Man, they buried the shit out of Rhea Ripley real quick, didn't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Uh, then we get a Brock Drew recap. And then, as we mentioned, the uh, uh, segment with the big show. Uh, we didn't really go through Drew's promo too much, so we'll do that real quick. Uh, so he, it's an interview, I guess. And he's asked, uh, hey, is the magnitude of what happened really hit you yet? And he says, no. No. Uh, he, he said he's only done one thing since winning, and that's pinching himself because he doesn't believe it's real. But then he snuck backstage, got his side plates on. Now he knows it's legit. And he said, but I want to thank Paul Heyman. Um, he says, uh, when Brock was coming out of the ring, I saw a look in his eyes with the look of a man who was ready to go to war. I was ready to go to war too. But when Paul said that Drew uh, was going to stay down, you know, he's, what Paul said, like, keep on doing it. You can't kick out of everyone. He said his life flashed before his eyes. And at this moment, he was reliving how he's kind of come from the bottom. No, below the bottom to make it all the way to the main event of WrestleMania. So with every F5, he didn't hurt. He became angry. Mm-hmm. And he said he was going to claim more Brock as many times as it took. And look, I'm new champ now. This brings out the big show. Whoa. Um, he puts over Drew, but says now uh, there's a whole locker room uh, with Drew in their sights. He says said Drew the is, S word. Yeah, he did. Uh, and he says Drew is big, but he's no giant. 
And this is the thing where Drew's like, I know where you're going with this. And Shell's like, no, I'm not challenging you for the title. Uh, I just want a match now. And Drew says, not going not gonna to happen. Show calls Drew a punk. So that, everything you just said, um, he says, uh, Big Show says, I don't see anger. I see fear in your eyes. And Drew says, I'm not afraid of anybody. Uh, you're just trying to push my buttons. And there's nothing you can say that will convince me to fight you tonight. Big Show slaps him. Drew, without saying a word, just takes the belt off. He's ready to fight. And Ring it's not only a match. Ring the bell. Yeah, man. It's a match. It's a title match. Yeah, it was good stuff. I mentioned this at the jump. That sequence of chops was just great, man, because Drew's chest is all messed up. And I know, I know the idea. Like, he had already eaten, what, three F5s or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, and he had been put through the ringer in a four minute match with uh, Brock Lesnar. But at the end of the day, it's a four minute match. This was like a seven minute match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, Big Show really worked him over. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a, that was good stuff. We have some people here in uh, in chat. So yeah, Drew ends up winning, and we already talked about that. Let's get to yeah, questions. Claymore win. Yeah. We have some trivia questions here for you to oh, okay. prepare, prepare right. you for Quizlemania right. this Wednesday at Hit one me. p.m. Pacific, four p.m. Eastern. Big Red, if you win this thing, Big Red is yours. You you are no longer Young Boy Nebon Larson. You're Big Boy Larson. Brian Luckman says. Uh, what was the first match to gain five stars from Dave Meltzer since John Cena versus CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011? So after that match, I feel that, like that's too hard. Is that WWE match or first match, period? The first match, period, to get five stars after that. Does he offer up the answer? Do, I, do we have to look that up? No. He said, don't give the answer. It's for, oh, oh, okay. So the answer, you do know this match. Have I seen it? Yep. Did I watch it? Uh, was it? Is it Omega Okada? One? It's your favorite NXT match. Oh, Gargano. Oh, wait, wait sorry, hold on. Is the question WWE, uh, uh, WWE five-star match? I'm assuming it's WWE because that doesn't okay, then, sound yeah, right. Okay, then, then, it's, then it's Adam Cole Gargano, right? Uh, Andrade Gargano. Oh, that got five stars? Yeah. I thought I thought I got that. I thought that got four and three quarters. Nah, I got all the stars. Uh, this is a good Great one. Match. I think I know this. Okay. Uh, White Brownie ninety two says, "What color were Triple H's trunks at Royal Rumble 03? Oh wow! I have the answer in my head. Trunks. Oh, that's the Steiner match. They were red. I think they were red. That's what that was my answer yeah. too. Let's see yeah, here. They're red. They're Triple red. H Royal Royal Rumble 03. Let's see. Yeah, they were red. Good job. Yeah, they were red. Good job, both of us. I might do good on Wrestle on, on Quizlemania if I do it. You should watch along. Um, oh, I'm gonna watch. No, I'm gonna be watching, dude. I'm gonna be watching good. unless that's too much pressure, in which case I won't. No, watch. no, 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 no. Watch. By that's why I put watch. this up on the line, man, because I want you to win it. I want you to do good. I'm rooting for you. All right. Because there's more that's, trivia. That's representing. Yeah. Is there more trivia anymore? No. Uh, but I'm sure some people will come up with some. In the meantime, I'm gonna yes. go and take a look at some questions here. All right, there's some uh, highlighted uh, comments here. Uh, Diehard Homer, what if Andrade wins by the bank, catches in on Drew? He did beat Drew for the NXT title. That could be fun. They'll, yeah, but they never reference that stuff, dude. Yeah, it's always such a throwaway thing. No, that'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. That'd be rad. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh, Jonathan, outside of uh, Undertaker and Bray, which superstar could utilize a cinematic match type? And what would it be? Damien Priest sex dungeon. Yeah. Eric Rowan's petting zoo. Yes. Mustafa Ali's hacker den. Those are all answers better than it's I could give. Seth and his congregation. Oh, that's a good one too. 
Mr. Lipkin, now that we've seen WrestleMania, do you stand by your opinion that it should have been postponed? Nah, not really. I don't think we would have gotten the Firefly Funhouse if it hadn't been. I mean, in, th- in principle, yeah, but... In principle, yes. Uh, I mean, we could separate... In principle, yes, they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, they made the best of a, a, a less than great situation. Mm-hmm. They probably delivered the best they could given the circumstances, and for the most part, I enjoyed both days. Um, but in theory, yeah, they totally should have. They yeah. should have postponed it. Uh, M. Stevens, I think Smojo would be a perfect raw GM for like six months just to keep him on TV and keep him healthy. That'd be fun. Put him on commentary. Replace Lawler with him. Uh, Alex oh, yeah. Housen. Was uh, was Apollo having that killer match an apology for dealing with Shorty G's nonsense? No, I think he was available. They probably knew that he can give him a twenty-five minute match, and they said, you know, go go ahead and do it. This is this, yep. you know, yep. Here you go. Uh, I'm Jose One Hundred. Andrade, Garza, Humberto, and Ray should be a faction. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be great. Greg Morris. So we saw what most likely is the best version of the Games Keeper. If Vince was behind it, uh, would it have just been Mike Myers doing his Shrek voice? It'd have been Mike Myers in uh, uh, what was it? I married an axe murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. as as the dad though. Remember, as the dad. Yeah, he's talking what, talking trash about with his son's head. <laughs> yeah, it's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> Look at your head. Yeah. Uh, we got a new subscriber here, uh, Zarif H. Thank you very much. Berg the Great, Apollo, Cedric, and Ricochet need to go talk to the New Day about getting over. Yeah, or just listen to the podcast because they, they, they go, go over it pretty detail. extensively, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan Luckman, the fact that Ricochet, one of the best wrestlers on the planet, is in a tag team annoys me. I get it. WB is hoarding talent and he can't be a champion, but geez, Vince, wouldn't know a good wrestler if it hit him in the head. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, you, you you did say this correctly. They could be a spectacular tag team. They could be a really, really good tag team. Yep. Yep. Uh, dang MQ, did Nia look like she lost weight or did she look the same? She seemed a bit slimmer to me. It's possible. I didn't really notice much of a difference. But, uh, you know, it's, it's very possible. Yeah. All that time off. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, he does correct. Ryan Luckman does say it's in WWE. Sorry. Okay. Well, uh, glamorous jar. Do you think that WWE are using stars that they haven't used in months? Cedric, Mustafa Ali, Apollo Crews, etc., in order to give them something to do out of fear of them leaving after the contracts are done? No, there is no evidence that they do that. Um, there is merely evidence that they desperately hound them behind the scenes. Uh, to yeah. sign a new contract without giving any assurances that they're actually going to be used. And sometimes they will, in fact, pay them large sums of money to stay at home. And seemingly they'll be upfront about that fact, too. Yeah. Uh, Dagon, have you all... Let him in. Let him in. Yes. Yeah, totally. You've been Raz online. think they're giving Liv a few wins to make her Becky Lynch's next match. No, she's a long way away from that. Yeah. And wait, she didn't even get a win tonight. No, she lost. Yeah, she lost. Uh, wow, this is tough. Lightning 77, what per- pay-per-view and what match type did Sheamus win his first world title in? Uh... Elimination Chamber, I'll say. Uh, I don't I, I hope whoever that is has the, let's see here, Sheamus WWE has the answer ready. 
Oh, wow. I think feel like I know this one. Uh, White Brownie 92, Larson, who did the rock face at No Mercy 99? Wasn't that Stone Cold? No Mercy. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, British was, Bulldog. Was that the poop match? It was uh, TLC 2009 oh, okay. or 10, something like that. He won a TLC It was match a up. tables match. It was a tables match. That period of wrestling, I was not watching a whole lot, so that's the blind spot for me. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Luckman again. So back to the Going in Raw pre-show. Friendos can zoom in on FCTV. I am Going in Raw uh, resident correspondent. We'll see about that, Ryan Luckman. Matt Field, uh, do you think the plan was always for Shayna to be fed to Becky or uh, Vince's opinion of her soured on the road to WrestleMania? I kind of think that the whole empty arena thing had more to do with it because it feels like they changed the direction of that particular story a couple weeks out when it became obvious that they were going to be doing empty arena stuff. Yep. That's uh, my feeling. Yeah, I don't think you're. I, you, you might be right. Uh, it's Corbin B. First time in the chat since Shayna didn't beat Becky. Who will beat her for the belt? Ruby, Rhonda, who? Shayna. Either Shayna or Rhonda. Yeah, either Shayna or Rhonda. Uh, Reaper, would you rather see MVP manage Ricochet, Ricochet, Cedric, or Lashley? Ricochet, Cedric. See, Lashley already has personality. Yeah, I would say not doing anything with it. Well, Ricochet and, and Cedric are a team now, so manage them. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine with that. I mean that dude. That's that's also the thing. It's like he came in the way I'm talking about. You know, he literally looked like a football player guy. That's like the insinuation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gamer realm. Do you think Bobby Lashley will drop Lana after she costs him the match and get back on track to the champ- championship route? Uh, well, I think the first part, yes. Yeah. Second part, I hope so, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, Lightning in the dark. Thank you for the sub. Weathered souls. If you could pick any wrestler and put them in a '90s sitcom, what? Who would it be? Like what sitcom and who would it be? Um, well, the Big Show. He's in a sitcom right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby Shriv. What did Kane drive backstage at Mania 17 during the Triple Threat Hardcore Championship match? And who was on it with him? He was a golf cart, if I remember correctly. And oh man, I just saw this clip the other day too. Was Raven in the back? <laughs> I think it was Raven. Yeah. I think it was uh, young, Raven. Young boy Ricky, what is Val Venus's real name? That's uh, Sean Morley. Yeah, look at that. Oh, Quizzlemania, here we come. Uh, White Barry 92, true or false, Ultimate Warrior defeated Undertaker in a body bag match. I don't remember a body bag match ever happening. I'll just say false. Uh, let's see here. Uh Okay, I feel like uh, Mike Demopoulos. What's that? Uh, Was there a yeah, body bag like, match? Yeah, it looks like it. Nineteen ninety-one. Okay, Mike Demopoulos. I feel I feel like the in ring during the uh, empty arena era has been pretty good overall, but lack of crowd really kills the experience for me. Pretend wrestlers were immortal and remove the opportunity for a much deserved break. If you were in charge, would you run these shows still? Um. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't run these shows. <laughs> Mr. Dubs, Larson, how many guitars did Jeff Jarrett break? Extra credit, how many dimes did he make? <laughs> <laughs> what was it, over a thousand and zero dimes? And zero dimes. 
Uh, the Nate Show asked what was Colt Cabana's WWE name. That was Scotty Goldman. Fuck Scotty Goldman, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adrian C. So is Ricochet's recoil no longer the code breaker? It's, it's a one. Driller now. It's a what's that? It used to be called the Benadriller. It's a one knee code breaker, right? Well, that's what the recoil was. That's what the recoil, yeah. Initially, but tonight, uh, Tom Phillips called the Benadriller the recoil. Benadriller is where he has him up, fireman's carry, pops him up, and does like a, a kick falling backwards. He They called the recoil something different now? They called the Benadriller the recoil, yes. But the recoil used to be the one need code breaker. Code breaker, yes. I hate when they do that stuff. I don't like that either. God, they're like so weird. They're so weird sometimes. I know. Raz online, what's the craziest idea you can think of for an AJ return from the dead? Gallows woke up and dug me out. That's what I was scared down there. I was scared down there. I found a pocket of air. I found a pocket of air down there, but I was scared down there. But I wasn't scared when I had air down there. He too sweet of me and then dug me out. I said, why are you too sweet me? Just dig me out. <laughs> uh, young boy, Ricky, Steve, I know, you know, I know you know this one. What band did Stone Cold's theme for a bit? Oh, man, yeah. Heck, yeah. What was it? It was, uh, uh, that was Disturbed. Yeah, it was Disturbed. Yeah. Uh, who are the three Musketeers from New Japan? I know that And one. by the way, uh, I kind of feel like that's a better version of his theme song. Get out of here with that nonsense. Uh, Tanahashi, Nakamura, and Shibata. Uh, okay, one more, one more, one more, one more. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, great question. Alex Foster, how crazy should the divorce segment be for Lana and Lashley, considering how crazy the wedding was? It Just should be super quiet. crazy. They need to quiet. bring back the officiant. Just the officiant. file the paperwork and be done with it. And and remember that weird thing when he got tackled in the ring? Do that yeah. again. Mm-mm. Explain that. Yeah, that'd be great. All yeah, right, anyways, quiet. that's it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Tomorrow is Tuesday. We're going to be hitting you guys with a news brief. And patrons, $5 and up, and YouTube channel members will be getting uh, Friendo Club TV. So stay tuned around noonish for that or so in the afternoon. At some point, we'll we'll go live with that. I'll be playing some Grand Theft Auto. Uh, no, actually, not for Stephen Larson. Not Stephen Larson. There's no Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I might do that too. Why not? No, no, that's, no, 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 no. that's the deal we made. The deal we made is no Grand Theft Auto for Stephen Larson. That was that's ironclad. Uh, we'll see. Everything's everything's written in pencil around here. Going and raw. One week we're together, and then the next week we're all apart and stuff. It's well, weird. it's written in pencil. I'm gonna change my name. I don't want my name to be Young Boy Larson anymore. I'm gonna change my name. Everything's written in pencil. Well, then you're just a dirty Welcher. You're just welching oh. on a bet. Then that's different. We made a deal. No GTA during Ask Stephen Larson. You're welching on that. Uh, I said, I mean, yeah. I mean, but I didn't say for all of them. That was Kinda for did. that week. The deal was, like, I had to say, hey, it's not for Ask Stephen Larson. You're what? Like, right, okay, hold on a second. What did I get in return for that deal? To play GTA the other th- the other three or four days of the week? What's stopping me from doing that anyways? Uh, I don't know. Maybe coming over to your house and tossing your PS4 out, out into the street? You don't even know where my PS4 is. It's behind the monitor <laughs> oh, we also had, sorry, we had a donation here from Stetson. $15, thank you so much. It says, won't lie, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, but I love you guys. Keep up the badass three friendos. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. And thanks, thank everybody, you for your support. Thanks uh, to everybody for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.